All right, so we're going to talk about harmonizing with his word. Um, and and, and uh, this week, you know, some, some interesting things stood out. Like, uh, you know, Ty, Ty said something. He said, we were made in his image and for his purpose, and we got off track. You know, we got off line with our destiny. So we were, he said, we started out made in his image and in his likeness, and then somehow or another, we got off track. We just, we, we got out of sorts. No, I have, my, I have the tablet. I just didn't. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I can work with it. Thank you. They be looking out, so I appreciate it. All right, and so as I was thinking through this, I was, uh, uh, me and Ray had a conversation just about some of the things that stood out for him. And, and one of the things he said is uh, this week, commitment stood out. And then, uh, so, so I, I, I jumped in and said, well, no, no, we're not, we're not, we're not saying commitment. You know, remember Natalie talked, we're saying surrender, right? You know, surrendering. And, um, and so, so me and Ray was talking, I said, you know, it's so interesting how, like you have, like we all have choice, as Trina was talking about, you're, uh, you belong to your choice, right? We all have choice to live this life. But I told him, I said, um, we think the choice, the choice of readiness is ours. So we may go, yeah, I know I need to do this, but I'm not ready yet. But what the Lord was showing, showing us uh, out there in the hallway is uh, the choice of readiness is purpose. It's when purpose is ready. See, we think is when we're ready. Well, see, the Bible says to everything, there's a season and a time for every purpose. So, so suppose there's time for purpose. So you think pur- purpose is going, nah, nah, whenever you're ready. No, nah, no, purpose already has a timing, independent of you deciding if you want to be ready or not. So, so, so I would say, you know, I was, te- I t- I was telling uh, Ray this, that a lot of us are like Jonah. See, see, the interesting thing is Jonah had a time. But, I, but if you notice something, Jonah went to the wrong place. He was, on a, he was on a boat he wasn't supposed to be on. And him being out of place, on a boat that he wasn't supposed to be on, not fulfilling his destiny, all types of storms and chaos start, started happening. So I was telling Ray, I said, but in, our, in 2022, we live life, there's storms and chaos all the time. We go, I wonder, I wonder what's going on. At least Jonah was man enough to go, yo, y'all, <laughs> my bad, man, it's me. I ain't supposed to be on this boat, right? I said, but some of us would be just riding along, be like, man, I don't know why that's happening. Like, man, man, this is crazy, man. We, I don't know, we might die. You know, somebody need to get their selves together. And the whole time we know we're not being obedient to what God told us to do. Then we trip like, God, why is this happening? And I can see God having the Keith Bradley, North New Jersey face like, are we serious? You said that as if you're in the pocket doing what you're supposed to do. You know you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. Nobody got to tell you, right? You know you're, you're outside of destiny, right? And then we, we, we go, yeah, you know, God's still working on me. And God's sitting there going, why do I keep saying that? Why don't they just yield? I done did my work. 
I just need them to be obedient. Or, or Ty, Ty, Ty and Trina was talking about this, how in agreement, uh, y'all, y'all brought up uh, their silent agreement, right? And so they said, so silent agreement is your actions, not just your words, right? So he says, by our actions, what are we really in agreement with, right? But then also, by our actions, what are we saying we're in agreement with, but our actions is totally different. So we tell God, hey, I agree to live this life. I agree to commit to you. But now what are our actions lining up with our words? So our silent agreement is lining up with the adversary. Our words is saying we agree with God, right? That's what they were saying, right? And so, so, so similar, like, we're, we're, we're almost saying, well, I ain't like Jonah. I'm, God, I'm going to do your will. And then we get on the boat. So what's worse? You're on the boat with Jonah, but Jonah's like, yo, man, I am not in place. But you on the boat going, man, I just love God. But love looks like something, right? Doesn't it say you love him, you'll keep his commandments? Like, I be wondering how we skip that. You ever see, like, scholars be studying stuff out, and they study out everything but the things that they're dealing with? You ever see that? You know, somebody will give you all the revelation of back in the day, but they won't study out all the scriptures on drinking. Right? Thank you, Mr. Lamar, for our amen. Yes. All right, so let's go here to uh, Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. We're talking about harmonizing with destiny, right? Harmonizing with destiny. And so God has a, 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 uh, a goal for us. All right, so, so verse 11, Jeremiah 29, 11. And I pulled this from uh, uh, Pico, Daryl's teaching. He talked about, he said, God has plans. God has a plan, right? Didn't you say that? All right, so... Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace. Um, and then we know the Smiths talked about peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. And then they showed the vases where the gold was filled in, right? Right, was filling in the gaps, which you have to display the cracks to get them filled up, right? We got to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, reasonable service. James talked about that, right? To get filled up. With the, with the glory or the gold of God, right? And so this says, I have thoughts of peace, right? Not for you to have nothing missing. You know, when, when, when uh, Jewish people pass, uh, 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 someone like they leave you, they go, shalom. You know, so it means nothing missing, but they're saying that you have everything you need, right? So not just the one thing, but everything you need. The family, you know, uh, the favor, right? You know, not just the food. Remember, we talked about food. Trina, Trina talked about food. Pastor Mel talked about fasting, right? So is our life just reduced to food, biscuits? That's it, as long as I got my biscuits, right? But then you eat more biscuits because you're depressed because you're not fulfilling destiny and purpose, right? We okay? Y'all, y'all okay? I messed your biscuits up? As, as Felipe would say, your, your bowberry biscuits? Right? So it says, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to bring you an expected end. A, 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 I have a destiny for you. I have a destiny for you. Right? So what, what God is saying, 
I know the thoughts. I just need you to get on board. I already know what the destiny is. I just need you to get in line with it. I need you to harmonize with the destiny. And then uh, we talked about this, Ephesians 1. Let's go there, Ephesians 1. Talked about this last week. I just want to bring this back. Again, we're talking about harmonizing with destiny. Because uh, me and Ray talked about this. Sometimes when you're in a place too long, just like the baby, if they're in a womb too long, you know the baby could die, right? You know the mom could die too. So, so, so the womb has a shelf life. Birth has to take place for that child to live, right? And so, so womb is another word for womb is matrix, right? You know, for the movie, the matrix, they were in a place of limits. And it has a shelf life. If you stay in, in that place too long, or as we were talking about in the book uh, Dream Giver, you stay in that place of familiar too long, you stay in compromise too long, it could cost you your life, all right? And that's where that depression comes. That's when you start picking up vices because you're, because you're, you're, you're not harmonizing. Obedience harmonizes you with God's will. You're outside of God's will, and, and you're not designed to, to handle that. None of us are designed to handle so you find yourself falling into uh, the pleasures of this world, which uh, are, uh, lust is called insatiable. It can't satisfy you. It just, create, it just keeps uh, creating more. When I used to get high, see, I was like Jonah. I wasn't in reality. I wasn't in denial. I used to tell people, oh, no, 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 we, we ain't getting high. We ain't doing drugs. We're doing more. Because <laughs> the more we do it, the more we want it. Now, of course, I'm an idiot and I'm a fool because I'm realizing it, but I'm still doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all still think I'm talking about me, don't you? <laughs> I have a best friend who used to always go, I know Brad, I know Brad. If you're watching this time, I know Brad, I know Brad. And I was like, okay, at first I was like, cool. You know, you share something with somebody and they say they know, you're like, cool, you know, they got it. But then I was watch the actions, right? And so I said, man, you know, I notice every time we talk, you go, I know, I know, I know. When you going to show? Right? Still think I'm talking about my best friend? <laughs> All right, so let's, let's go here. Ephesians 1, verse 11. It says, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Right? It says, being, look, predestined, a, a predestiny has already been locked into our design. Look, predestinated according, remember that's in harmony with, according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So again, even, even in him creating us, it wasn't independent of his will. God is that intentional. So ahead of time, he worked in, engineered on the inside of us a, 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 a guidance system for destiny. And as long as we stay in harmony with his will and harmony with God, we're going to fulfill that destiny. When we get caught up or we, or we allow an interruption, so I'll give you an allowed interruption, you believed this path you were going on was going to take you in a particular direction, right? Because there was some success on it, there was some momentum on it, so you already had in your mind how it was going to play out. Right? It was like that with football, right? You, you, it was like that with me with basketball. You just had it, how it was going to play it out. But would you exchange what God is doing in your life now? Would you? Would you exchange what God is about to do? Well, you better not, <laughs> right? But, but, but did you see it playing out that way? Exactly that way. 
but you had to keep going on that road with the hiccups, the interruptions, the hurdles. Uh, some of them seem like you done. I done blew it. But you had to keep going to, to see how they worked out for your good, right? And, and, and all of us are in the same place. There is not a person in this room that hasn't gone through hurdles. Some of them may seem more extreme than others, but suppose it wasn't about you. Suppose it was about those that you're going to have to deliver that's going to come down those same paths. So you're so busy stuck not seeing it through, God can't use you for the people he wants you to help you to show them the way through. So sometimes you got to go through it to show them the way through. Because you're believable when you've gone through it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're, you're talking as one with authority, right? Remember you was having a conversation this, this week. She was having a conversation this week with someone, and she was like, well, the person was really receiving because I actually was the same person. You, know, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, when Pika was talking, I came up, I said, okay, you, you look at Pika, now you can see you have an idea how I was when I was young, you know? And so, 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 so you have to keep moving here, right? You know, God has engineered uh, some wonderful things in you because he knows the thoughts he has towards you. So when it looks crazy, God is hoping you remind yourself, well, I know God has great thoughts and good things and, and a wonderful expected end. So no matter how this looks, I need to just stay locked in with God to find the reroute. Like I can't keep getting mad I can't believe you let this happen to me. When you keep going forward, you'll see there's some, there's some things we missed because we can be casual with God. Now, I shared this in class. Sorry about that, but you got to use the whole week, okay? So, so we had class starts at 7 a.m. on Saturday, right? So we had somebody that came in after that. So I, said, so, I, so, I, so, I, so I told the class, I said, say hello to the person that came in, right? While I'm teaching, you know. And so then the person says, yeah, but there's a grace period. I said, no, it's a great spirit at your job. There's no great spirit for the class. But I explained, though, I have a good, good relationship with the person I, I was picking with him, too. So I said, uh, I said, the reason why it's a difference at your job, the great spirit, y'all get coffee, whatever. They want y'all to be, like, alert anyway. You, you know, they know you have sleep. But class, if you 15 minutes, you're missing 15 minutes of information. Who's to say that 15 minutes of information wasn't the information that changed the rest of your life? Who's to say when you got up just, just to check your phone, that wasn't a time where God was going to send the answer to your question? You see what I'm saying? So we blow off and you don't miss what you haven't had. Me and my wife talk about it all the time. Like, you know, some people were in there fast week. Not dogging them out, but they definitely missed something. But they, they wouldn't be sitting around going, man, I'm, man, I miss what Natalie said. You know, I miss her talking about surrender and stuff like that. No, they, they didn't hear it, so you wouldn't miss it. So there's always something going on. Like I was listening to uh, Ty and Trina, and they walked through their life. They walked through our life with the body of Christ, but they walked through this church's life too. And they were walking through experiences that some people probably took for granted. Uh, Karen came up. Uh, uh, she came up, and, and I didn't think it was needed, but, but I'm going to use it for a different example. So she apologized. She says, okay, you know, she said she took some things for granted. I'm not going to get all deep into it. Uh, 
You said go deep. <laughs> well, she said she took me for granted, right? And so, but what I thought about, I really, you know, I, I'm not, I wasn't sitting around going, you taking me for granted, you know what I'm saying? Because I think she loves me and she's a wonderful fit and, and a wonderful asset here at the church. But, but I'll say this, I do recognize people taking things for granted. Like, I'm not mad at them. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I, I feel for them. Because what, what, where their frustration is coming from is they don't have the other piece. You know, and the reason I don't have the other piece because what did they, what did they sacrifice the piece for? What did they do on that Wednesday night that, that advanced their life? to another level. What did they do on that, on that Wednesday night or that Sunday that gave them exactly the counsel of God's will that was going to open up the doors for them to get where they're going? What did they do to do that? Probably nothing. And, and I'm saying people that, that, that could but just can get casual. And so I think about those things because we, we're missing the counsel of his will that's lining us up to be in harmony with what was predestined for our lives. So we're blowing off information. Uh, then somebody, somebody talked about urgency uh, yesterday. Uh, it was you? Uh, and so, so, so creating a sense of urgency. And, and oh, I know what you said. You said you try in sales. <laughs> So he said, he says, he says, you know, yeah, I gotta do more things in other aspects. But he said, in sales, he had to had to self-motivate himself to have a sense of urgency, almost creating anxiety because I gotta get to sale. Because otherwise, you can just be unmotivated because you don't know what the you don't know if you're gonna get to sale or not. There's a lot of uncertainty, right? That that's his model, right? <laughs> just in case y'all think I'm saying. Everybody go around create, you know, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but, but, but the point is the sense of urgency. I notice if, if somebody's going to uh, give us tickets to the game and they say, I'm thinking about taking you to the game. I just had to get the tickets. Uh, the game is in three weeks, um, but I'll let you know once I get the tickets. So you're just going to wait and wait and wait. And you've been wanting to go to this game. You've never been to a game. It's your favorite team. They're playing a top team. It's a championship game, and you're just going to be sitting around chilling. Ah, they call, they call, they don't, they don't. You might call them just to say, I just called to see how you're doing. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, I just want to see how you're doing. No, no, I don't want nothing. No, I just call to see how you're doing. But you call them for what? So they'll be mindful of you. Right? Anybody tell you they're going to give you something or do something for you, hey, you know, I have this uh, business opportunity. This contract is pretty big, but I think I can get it for you. Just, you know, I'm just waiting for them, some things to happen. You're going to be sitting around calling the person, checking on them, shooting them texts, right? Why? Because you don't, urgency, you don't want them to forget, right? Well, I want to do that with God. God has some contracts for you. God has some opportunities for you. God has some blessings favor for you. He got, hey, he don't have tickets. He got a box that's just yours, and you can invite as many people as you want. Hey, you going to keep checking in with God? Just, just so he knows you're mindful of. We gonna do that? <laughs> hey, just I, I, I want us to just to think about just think about some things. So first, John, first John five fourteen. 
First John 5.14, and I'm going to read the uh, Amplified, you know, I'm, I'm a classic Amplified guy in addition to King James. So it says, and this is the confidence, the assurance, look, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, look, make any request according to his will. Remember, we talked about the counsel of his will for our predestination. According to his will, in agreement with his own plan. So that's Trina and Pika's teaching, right? In agreement with his own plan, he listens and hears us. Because you're in line with the, with, with the will, with the plan. Right? You're in harmony with it. You're asking for more information that's going to keep you rolling towards your destiny. Scripture says this in, uh, well, no, let's just go there. Let's go Joshua 1.8. These are some familiar scriptures from our uh, survival kit class and our discipleship class. And you know what? I, 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 just, just to put a little plug in, Trina did a phenomenal job these last five weeks on two natures, Right? Oh, one, just a wonderful job. And, it was, and, and God is, is intentional. He had her teaching a topic that she's passionate about, right? And so she did a great job with it. But all the classes, uh, 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 Z and Ty is overdoing the Master Life class. Minister Mark did uh, one body before that. But it's a, it's a discipleship environment. But I listen to what comes out of them. Trina talked about it today. What's, if, uh, put the right things in you because when you squeeze what's in you is going to come out, right? So she used the example when they was a kid they would go out and look at the garbage trucks and her brother just was fascinated by you know when they squeezed the garbage down and so the, the, she said the guys knew that they were out there so what the guy would do is uh, uh, just when they left just to please her brother he would squeeze, do the, you know, squeeze the garbage down she says but all the juice would come out from the garbage she says this stunk so much she said it was nasty she says, but the interesting thing, what came out was based on what was in. The garbage was squeezed, so garbage came out. She says, I don't know about you, but I don't want garbage coming out of me. So I'm not going to put garbage in me. She says, I want the things of God coming out of me, so I'm going to put that in me. All right? So let's look here. Uh, Joshua 1.8. See, I want God's uh, perfect will. Uh, I taught on the perfect will of God maybe some months ago. Uh, no, it was probably a year and a half ago. <laughs> I said months. Um, but, but, but God's will is big here. Look here, Joshua 1.8. And then I don't, I know I said Joshua 1.8, but I think I want to start at verse 6. It says, be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers and to give them, you know, because they're being charged because they're going into the promised land, right? But there's people occupying the promised land. There's resistance. So there's resistance to our promises. But he says, be of good courage. It's your inheritance. I've already predestined it. All you got to do is walk in it. You take the step, I'll handle the victory, right? Trina talked about victory today too, right? Yeah, didn't, didn't I just sing, my name is? Victory? Didn't, didn't I just hear that? He gave me authority. What is it? What's the, what's the second one? Cognitive enemy. And what's the third one? 
That's what I want to hear. He what? He wrote it in my destiny. Boy, you picked some perfect songs. I was back there going, that's right in line with what we're talking about, right? Because my name is what? Victory, Victory right? I so, so, so again, so be strong and be of good courage. Your name's Victory. For unto this people shall thou divide inheritance. So he's saying, I see what you're looking at. I see the intimidation. But no, 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 you're about to possess all that they have. You know, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, right? He says, for unto the people shall, shall uh, divide for inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers to give them. So, so he didn't say the land, ah, this land, unto this land. He said, no, no, I swear. See, and God can't lie. God is not a man. He swore by himself, by his omnipotence, by his omnipresence, by his omniscience, right? And then go to verse 7, it says, only be thou strong. He said, so, so he said, I swear this is yours, but you got a part though. It says, only be thou strong and very courageous, Terrence. You got to have, have courage to get beyond the resistance, right? To acquire, that's what God wants you to acquire in the midst of resistance, right? It says, and, and, and it says, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, because this is my will. Stay in harmony with my will, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Look, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. So he's saying, stay on destiny road. Don't turn to the right or the left if you want to prosper. Right? Don't get off, right? Stay locked in. And then uh, verse 8, it says, this book of the law, this book of God's will shall not depart out of thy mouth. Trina said, what you squeeze, with, what's in you, when you squeeze, that's what's going to come out. So if I stay in harmony and stay on destiny, I'm going to be filled with his word. When I'm squeezed with the pressures of life, I'm going to speak faith-filled, authoritative words. I'll decree a thing and it shall be established, right? I'll be snared by the words of my mouth, which is God's destiny for my life, and life and death is in the power of my tongue. Right? Because out of the abundance of the heart, my mouth will speak God's destiny and God's destiny only because I'm filled with his will, right? So look, it says to meditate, it says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, this book, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do. So I'm observing what God's will is, but I'm observing to do. Remember, Hearkening is what? Listening with the intent to obey. I'm observing to do. So, so like Tyne Trina said, I'm not just saying I'm in agreement with what I see. I'm actually acting in agreement, right? It says, so observe to do what? According to all that's written therein his will. For then shall thy make thy way, thy destiny, prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success on destiny road but I have to meditate on his will day and night. See, see, this is the thing. Hurdles, for some of us, uh, so we talked about this when I talked about uh, dominating over devils and demons, right? That's a long time ago. I might have to bring that back. Um, but, and, and how, as you, keep, as, as you keep going, remember Jesus came into the town, and he came into town, and so he was healing everybody because out of compassion and mercy, right? He was just like, Oh, man, man he, he, I, I can see him looking back at God like, they, they messed up. 
I know it was bad, but I didn't think it was this bad. But, but out of compassion, I'm here for an assignment, but I have mercy, not just sacrifice. Amen. So sacrifice would be like, I'm here for assignment. <laughs> Too bad, so said. You got a limp wrist, live with it. You shouldn't have did what you did. That's not what Jesus did. On his way to something bigger and grander than anybody could ever imagine, he still had mercy on people that was going through stuff. So he starts to heal them, right? But then he, he makes this statement after he's healing. It said he healed all manner of diseases. So he told the disciples, he says, okay, man, I did heal these diseases, but I really see how bad it is. And it created an urgency in me to stay on Destiny Road to fulfill why I'm here in the first place. He says, so let's go to the other side. Do you know he could have just stayed there and spent the rest of his life healing, folks? Do you know all the people in, in, a, in, you, you know, in, in the town he was in? Okay, if he came into Charlotte right now, do you think it's enough time? Like, he was just, you, there's always healings coming up, right? Because of how people are living their life. But he was like, no, no, no. I, out of mercy, I took care of this on a surface level. I, I clipped the dandelion on a surface level. But let's go to the root. He said, let's go to the other side. So he goes to the other side. Uh, was it Gad, Gad, Gadinians? What, what, what's the name of that city? Whatever the city was. All right, but, but, but he said when he went there, he was met by uh, a person that was filled with demons, right? And so, 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 so uh, intimidated the whole town. But, but it was 2,000 demons because that was the hierarchy. That was, the, that was the, the, the headquarters of the demon activity. He was still, see, he said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. That was my destiny. And he, he didn't get off of that. He just stopped to do a little mercy job but he was going to the core, to the root. He was going to the principalities. Because the Bible says you rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, right? Right, so he goes, and, and then he, uh, he, t- he casts those demons out because he's trying to take care of it for the root. He says, okay, let us go back to the other side. So it's almost like, all right, we, all right, we took care of it at the root. Let's see how it took, right? And then that's when he came into town and a young lady who missed out on her healing the first time, she says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. You read through the chapter, you see some people were touching the hem of his garment and getting healed when he was in the town the first time, goes to the other side and comes back. She goes, hey, if I could just get to touch him, I don't really, he ain't got to talk to me, right? So she, she pulled on some power because she, you know, she basically got the good news of everybody else healing. But, but Jesus is an example of somebody just stayed on Destiny Road, Right? He stayed on just the He stayed in harmony with God's will. And so, so let's go to Psalm 1. There's some people around here. I, I could have a quote that for you, you know, that's participating in discipleship class because it is a scripture. All right, so Psalm 1, 1. And this is uh, uh, yesterday in Bible school, we talked about just how the Old Testament and New Testament harmonizes, right? So we talked about the, the New Testament is in the Old Testament contained and the and the and the new, no, yeah, the New Testament is in the Old Testament contained and the Old Testament is in the New Testament explained, right? But they harmonize together, right? And so we went through some scriptures. We saw how Jesus was in both, you know, how in John 1, it says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the same was in the beginning with God, the same was God. And, and it says, and, and by him was all things created. And then in Genesis 1, it shows him in the beginning, right? Right, so, so it, it, it just it shows. So, so I just gave you the Old Testament of meditating and standing in harmony, 
Well, let's look at the New Testament. It says, uh, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, let's go back to predestinate according to the counsel of his will, right? So I'm, I have a predestiny that I'm supposed to follow that path, and I have, all I have to do is stay in line with the counsel of his will. If you go over there in Romans 8, this is a little audible, but in Romans 8, it talks about to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. When you see the scripture says carnally minded, it's saying carnally fleshly counseled. When it says spiritually minded, it says spiritually counseled, right? And so, so we want to make sure we're counseled. See, if you, the scripture says walk in the spirit, you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? Walk in the spirit and you should not fulfill the lust of what? The flesh. Well, what's not mentioned? The soul. You know why? Because the Bible's talking to the soul. The Bible's saying, hey, soul. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the Bible is saying, hey, soul, the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. See, the Bible is saying, soul, hey, meditate on the word day and night. Do all that's written therein. Then shall you make your way prosperous. Then, you, then shall you have good success. Why the soul? That's what we make our choices. Is. That's our mind, our will, our emotion, our intellect. What's keeping you stuck in the mud or stuck in the garbage, as Trina said, and not elevating to where God wants you to do. It, it, right up here. Where do you have those wrong thoughts that you end up carrying out later? It start right up here. That's why the Bible says, take no thought, saying, right? In, in, in Matthew chapter 6, right? See, so it all starts right here. So, so the Bible is constantly ministering to the soul. The Bible says, receive the encrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul in James chapter 1, right? It didn't say receive the engrafted word of God was able to save your spirit or your flesh. It says save your soul because that's where you're going to make the choice to follow the spirit or follow the flesh. Right? And so we're up in here allowing things to steal our soul, our mind, and then we go, I don't feel like that. I'm sure you don't feel like that because you fed yourself with garbage, like Trina said. Right? Why would you feel that way? When you eat garbage, you don't feel good. You don't feel motivated. You want to sleep all day. Right? Natalie was talking about the Sprite or the, or, or the pop and, or the sugar and how it was affecting her functionality. My wife was uh, talking about the, she says, I noticed something during this uh, diet she's on and then during the fast, what, lifestyle change. <laughs> Y'all watch what I say. The lifestyle change and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and during the fast, she was like, uh, I, I feel like flowing more because there's no sugar. You know, and, and, and she said this this week. She said, you know what? You know how people go for prescriptions when they get stuff? She says, I can see them going to God. And he says, drink some water. She says, water cures so much stuff because your hydration takes away inflammation. Know what, it's, know, know what your hydration does? It flushes out all the garbage and the toxins that's in your body that's wreaking havoc. Because the, the garbage is not in harmony with God's will for you to walk in divine health. That might change your flow, how you eat. All right, so anyway, so, so, so let's go to the scripture. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so blessed is the man that walks not, not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way or in a path of, of, of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So I, I, I'm, I'm fellowshipping with scornful now. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, the counsel of God for our destiny, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. 
He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, staying locked in on his path, right? That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So when I get off Destiny Road, I'm also leaving Resource Road. I'm also leaving Nourishment Road. And so I don't have the resources and the nourishment to flourish because I'm on the wrong road. I'm, I'm, I'm planted in the wrong place. And so then I'm frustrated because I keep hitting and missing stuff, trying stuff, uh, uh, dealing with the delusion that, well, since I committed to it, it's not bad. You, you know, you ever get a job? I used to pick up my wife. She get to get the job. She's like, man, hey, you know what? Because the other job was tripping. So she get the next job. And she would go, man, you know what? This job is great. And then um, something happened to the job, so she moved on to the next job. She, she'd get that. She's like, now, these people is cool. And then one day I said, babe, let's give it a couple weeks. I said, because, you know, they all look like it when you first start out. But what happened is you're, find, you're trying to find a niche. And when you first move to the new place, it's new. You, the, everything hadn't dropped. Things, people, things hadn't gotten familiar yet. And so, so a lot of times we do these things, we're off a destiny road, and we think we're okay because we have some, some small successes, but we don't understand it's not about successes, it's about fulfillment. So our ears must be attentive to hear God's destiny language only. Our ears must be attentive to hear God's destiny language only, right? That's why he says don't walk in the counsel of God or stand in the way of sin or sit in the seat of the scornful, right? We, our ears got to be attentive, right? That's why we got to meditate on the Word day and night. Now, John chapter uh, 10, verse 1 through 5, you can write that down, but it's interesting. It says, my sheep hear my voice, not the voice of a stranger. So, so, so I was meditating on that, and God was showing me. He said, he said Keith, my sheep hear my voice, and they're right in line with destiny. They're not distracted by a voice of a stranger, even though it may be enticing, even though it may be, uh, seem like the right thing to do at the time, even though somebody may be a, a good orator or good speaker, you know, tricky with words. But, but if, it, if it ain't God's voice, the sheep don't hear it. Now, that's not aligned with destiny. I've been offered, we've been offered some wonderful opportunities, but we didn't hear God. Like, ah, that's it, baby, that sounds nice. That sounds like a, that would be an opportunity decision, not a purpose decision. So we didn't, we didn't jump on it because we didn't have a peace from God. There was something missing, something lacking, and something that was about to do, have a breaking. You know, so we, we didn't want to do that. And so my sheep hear my voice, not the voice of a stranger feeding us distractions and lies and pulling us off of his path. So my sheep hear my voice, but not the voice of a stranger feeding us distractions and lies and pulling us off of our destiny. So a lot of times we're hearing things, and, and uh, what is it, misery loves company? So we're hearing soothing things, but soothing things are making us comfort comfortable in compromise, not on destiny road. And some of us, we're not, we don't go to God, we don't go to uh, men and women of God, we go to people, you already know when you go to them, you're going to get compromised. Actually, they was waiting for you to come to them because they saw your life as the standard. And once you start questioning, they go, oh, I would love to talk to you because I'm not going to feel as bad as what I'm doing because you're supposed to be way beyond me. So, no, no, come on. What, what, what else you need? And they, they, they love to help because as long as you're in less than, they feel more than. 
As long as you're on Destiny Road, you're convicting them. Right? And so, so, so again, we have to have our, our ears must be attentive to God's destiny language only, right? God's destiny. And so, when the scripture says, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak in Matthew 12, 33, we have to ask ourselves, are we consumed with and speaking destiny? Are we consumed with destiny and speaking destiny? So, so the interesting thing is uh, when we decided to come out here to Charlotte, we'd never been to Charlotte, and God just said, you'll be in Charlotte. Well, he, he showed us signs to recognize it was Charlotte. Uh, we came out here to scout Charlotte. We told our former pastor that, you know, we don't know when, but, but we've, we've seen, well, way before that, he called us out and said, we're praying for when and where. So we start praying for when and where, right? God showed us where, but okay, this doesn't look like what you want us to do, but okay. And then I, then I was talking to people, and there, um, some of the people, I was like, yeah, well, we're, we're going to move to Charlotte. Well, well, some people panicked. Like, what are you doing? But they wasn't tripping. Where did the panic come from? Because they couldn't see it, right? So, but I had to, to be so in tune, or we had to be so in tune with what God was saying, we had to stay on, on, on path, regardless of the uncertainty, right? And we, saw, and we were just... Uh, sitting back there uh, when Trina was teaching. And, you know, my wife was saying, like, like would, you, would you just look at this? Look at where we could have still been and look at where we are. All right? Um, we have to be having those moments, <laughs> you know. Uh, so so uh, Mark 11. Let's go Mark 11. Again, we're talking about harmonizing with destiny. Harmonizing with destiny. And every, uh, Ty said this, uh, well, Ty and Trina was expressing this, but I think Ty communicated this thought, you know, that God is doing something. He was saying, like, if you go through all the messages, you will see God has strategically communicated the message at a particular time to set us up for something. You know, he called it bits and pieces, but it was pictures and pieces, pictures and pieces, but it's cool. You know, but he was saying how, you know, in that message, uh, I know Ms. Lamar referenced uh, damaged thrones. Uh, I remember that teaching. And so, so I, I don't think it's by chance God is communicating, harmonizing with destiny. Or on Wednesday, kingdom leadership. At this time. It's never by chance, but it's setting us up for something. All right, so Mark chapter 11, and we'll go here, verse 22. It says, uh, and Jesus said unto them, have faith in God. This is after he cursed the fig tree, and they saw he cursed the fig tree that wasn't fulfilling its purpose, and it was, when they came back, it was withered, right? He says, have faith in God. He says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain that's in the way of destiny, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, be double-minded, but he shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, because I'm speaking destiny language, right? He shall have whatsoever he saith. It says, therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, because I'm filled up with, in God's will, right? When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Then it talked about don't, don't pray and be unforgiving. Now, somebody said, all right, well, I don't, I've been saying stuff and it hasn't happened. Well, what I just read, 1 John 5, if we pray anything according to his will, he hears us. 
Like, like we talked about this in Bible school class, like in, in the context principle, you just can't just be uh, just pulling stuff and not seeing how the, what God's overall intent is. You know, we're going to talk about linguistic gaps and some other stuff in Bible school, but just how the, the Bible harmonizes itself. And so, so I'm not going to communicate this scripture without connecting it to all the other scriptures that I just finished communicating, you know, because it all lines up. But, but a key thing he opened up here, have faith in God. And so that, that locks into uh, Topeka's teaching that God has a plan. The key is, do we trust the plan? Why would we get off Destiny Road? Now, I gave you the, the Kurt Warner story, uh, Ameri- uh, American Underdog. And the interesting thing is, he had to go through that. If he would have skipped any of those stages, he wouldn't have been the greatest undrafted quarterback that's ever played. It just wouldn't have happened. He had to go through those steps to break some things, fine-tune some things, equip him with some things so he'd be ready to handle what was coming. So what you went through, you may think, well, no, 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 this is totally unnecessary. It might have been unnecessary, but, but I'll use my life. I think all the stuff that I went through was unnecessary. But for what I do, I see it's necessary. And because of my start, that facilitated to be unnecessary. Because in, all, in God's ideal situation is we, we, we start out with in, in a situation of somebody who's already had an inheritance, they're grooming us to pass on that mantle of an inheritance and, and while we're fulfilling our purpose on destiny along the way. But very few of us started out noble, as the scripture says, he wants, the Bible wanted us to be noble. So, so he had to select people that wasn't noble, not because he didn't want them to be noble, because people didn't stay in line with his destiny. Way back in, look, we was created by God in his image and after his likeness. How noble can you get? They, listen, they had everything in the garden. Read, read through, and just read through, take your time and read through and study out when they was created. Just take your time. See, see, right now we got to work to get vegetation. They can think about it and it'll happen. Now, there was no rain because it wasn't needed. There was dew, but there wasn't no rain. So think about being in those situations, everything they needed. You study it out. You, think, you might think I'm making this up. There was gold in the garden. Now, why would that even be mentioned in the Bible? It's mentioned in the Bible. Why? So they had everything they needed. They were, they were noble. They were royalty. They compromised and decided to be less than, right? And that's what we do. We, God is, we, we talked about it yesterday, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, right? But we compromise because we're like the children of Israel. They wanted to go back to Egypt just because they saw the Red Sea. Didn't y'all talk about that? We talked about that in Bible study fellowship, right? So you want to go back to the bondage that you, you left for a reason. You still think I'm talking about children of Israel? See, I want to go back because at least I've mastered being less than and frustrated. I don't know what's going to be out here, but, I, but I'm just so, you know, you know, I'm just so used to it. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, God, Jesus, you know, his crew, he come up. Hey, 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 man, how you doing, Keith, man? What's going on, man? Hey, you know, listen, man, I, I know you probably don't realize this, but you are not living the life that God designed for you. 
you know, uh, what you trying to say? I ain't living the life God designed for me. What you trying to say? You ain't all that. You know, you know how we roll, right? They said, no, 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 no. Now, I know you, you know, you got that little nork on you, little funk on you right now. But no, really, really. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you can go to a whole other level. You can start to elevate. I know you're dreaming and believing for some things, your purpose to do some things, but I need you to give us that right there. See, see, see what you've been carrying, you think it's been uh, comforting you, but it's actually subtly, it's kryptonite. It's been stealing your strength. Nah, man. Nah, man, nah, 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 this, nah, nah. You can't, you can't have this, man. I, I, I've been carrying this around for a long time. Nah, this is my baby. You know, I, nah. Nah, nah, I'm just you. I'm not, this, this, this is like my blanket. You know, I just, nah, 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 nah. I don't know. I don't know if I let this go. You know, I mean, I mean, I only get pleasure every once in a while, but I might not get no pleasure. But nah, 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 man, nah. This is how we roll. <laughs> this is how we be rolling. Right? Instead of casting our cares, right? Laying aside every weight, right? We don't realize what God is asking us for is what he knows is stopping us from being on our path. Let's go here, Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10. Harmonizing with destiny. Man, if we, I, I was thinking this week, I was like, man, if, he, if, if everybody really understood what God has for them, we would never give up, give up on Destiny Road. And I know it's a pro- process to purpose, but whatever those years, whatever you go through, it's worth uh, the outcome. I mean, for me, it was worth seeing those families um, just glorify God. You just can't make, y'all need to go back and look at that. And when y'all look at it, if you can, somehow look at it on a, a bigger screen and look at Ari's face. Yeah, if, you, if, you, if you, you know, sometimes you could be in the midst listening to the music, you probably didn't know which one. You're going back and forth between watching the Washingtons because Janae was, you know, pouring her heart out. But then you went over to, you know, you look, you're looking at the nights, you know, so you're probably just going back and forth. But just take the time. See, on video, you could just, you can look at both of them. You just go back and play it over, you know, watch the Washingtons, go back and play it over, then watch the Knights. But if you look at Ari's face, it looked like she was talking to God, like God was right here. It was, it was a, a powerful thing. All right, so Hebrews 10.35. Hebrews 10.35. Again, so remember we said we, ha- we have to trust the plan, right? Trust the plan, right? And so 35 says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, right? It says, but look, look, verse 36, but you have need of patience after you've done the will of God, right? You might receive the promise, right? So it says, as you, you stay on Destiny Road, be confident there. Don't cast away your confidence on Destiny Road. And you're going to have to have need of patience after you've done his will. You're going to receive the promise because he knows the thoughts he has towards you. And so we get impatient and we grab for moments of pleasure at the expense of what God has for us. So the, the scripture says there's a narrow way that leads to life and peace, right? In Matthew 7, uh, 13. So every way or path or road 
doesn't lead to fulfillment. That's basically what it's saying. It says broad is the way that leads to destruction, right? So what it's saying is broad is the way. There's a whole lot of roads, but only one leads to God's destiny. And so, so, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to give you all of what I had, but I'll, I'll, I'll at least give you this, uh, this, neck, this last section here. So while we're on Destiny Road, and this is what we've all processed for because we go through testings, right? So there's two fires on Promotions Road. There's two fires on this road, right? Two fires on Promotions Road. One of them is God's test, and that's the flames of the wilderness. Remember, we've, we've talked about this this week, uh, you know, uh, the, the Bible study fellowships in the morning and the Friday, you know, they go through Scripture, and they, so, so it's just not, people are not bored. They read it together. So somebody does, somebody plays, if it's red letters, somebody that reads Jesus. Uh, somebody's a narrator. Uh, then there's somebody's playing the role of the angels, right? And so, all right, so, but the, so we, do, we did Matthews 4, right, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, right? But uh, well, it wasn't Matthews 4, but, it's, but, but, but I think, Trina, you read Luke 4, right? And so Luke 4 is special because right after Jesus was endorsed, this is what messes us up. When we're endorsed, we get overconfident and we go, we think it's over. Jesus was endorsed by the Father. This is my son who I'm well pleased. The next thing was the wilderness. Now, now he, he went through a process. He went through 30 years to get to a point where, where God showed up in front of everybody like, oh, just don't get it twisted. This is my son. God says this, whom I'm well pleased. So some of us, after that, we done. Oh, no, you ain't here, God? I mean, we're just walking around, going into hotels, going into the mall. Oh, yo, 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 dude, I, I know you saw the, 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 the news announcement. Yo, I am the man. God said it. But that's not what happened. The next thing happened, he goes into the wilderness. He goes into God's fire, God's test, right? Remember, the wilderness is what? To humble you, to prove you? So you would know what's in your heart, whether you really were going to keep his commandments when I take you to this next level. To know you can pass the test of, I've provided you more resources than you have before, but I didn't give you resources not to spend time with me. I talked to a contractor this week. He said his, his young man was uh, begging him for a uh, computer. So he says, okay, okay, I'm going to get you a computer. So when they go to pick it up, he says, you're going to get one for my, my little sister too. He says, okay, no problem. I'm going to get one for the little sister. He says, he comes home the next day and he wants, he said, hey, let's go outside and play. They weren't going because they was on the computer. He said, man, I, I didn't give him the computer not to spend time with him. Right? The guy's the same way. God is not blessing you, the, the blessings that you have and the blessings that's coming, so you have, so he have less time with you. I was talking to James. James just got blessed with a, a job as a, a director of an aviation school. Did I say that right? And so I said, as he was in the parking lot, I said, oh, so we, we ain't going to see you now. He said, no, you're going to see me more. He said, are you kidding? Now, I got blessed. I'm, 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 I'm going to do more. <laughs> I'm about to take it to a whole nother level. Because I have a sense of urgency that, oh, this is what produces this? Well, this ain't, it definitely ain't all I want. So I wonder if I, what happens when I take it to another level. My first tryout I went to, I... I I just try to be transparent the best way I could. They got headphones. All right, so I stopped, I'm going to just say smoking, and it wasn't cigarettes, uh, three weeks before the tryout, and I stopped uh, drinking a week before the tryout. 
And so I go down there and I meet uh, 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 Kazi Russell. He used to play for the New York Knicks. He ran this particular league. And so, you know, I'm talking to him and all types of people are talking to me. And so I said, man, I got those results. And I really, as far, now I worked out all the time. I just wasn't taking care of my temple. I said, imagine if I shut out doing this stuff, period. See, so it is, I, I was successful, but that wasn't enough. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was thinking like James. was like, oh, I get these results? Oh, we're going to take this to a whole nother level. That's what God is hoping we do, right? All right, so I did have a, said I was going to, oh, I said the, the one test is uh, God test, the flames of the wilderness, the one flame. The other flame is the enemy's attack. And that's the flames of lust and compromise. So while I'm on Destiny's Road, there's, there, see, I can, I can be on Destiny Road and something in our lives tells us that when I'm on Destiny Road, it should just be seamless. But, but there's things engineered on Destiny Road to develop strength in you. Uh, Tynan was talking about, they said, okay, they committed to the relationship first, right? And then they said they got an agreement. But they said when they got an agreement, they became stronger. So, hey, I think we got something here. We're going to get more agreement. So the more agreement, they were saying the more agreement you get in, the stronger you get. Now, if those two flesh and blood people, we love you, but if they can get an agreement and get stronger, what's going to happen if we get an agreement with God? And the more we get an agreement with God, don't you think we would get stronger? Right? And so, so, so that's what, that, so on the destiny road, you're going to have situations to test your agreement with God. Right? But it's, it's, it's to get you stronger. Right? It's not to take you out, it's just to make you stronger. Right? See, because if everything was just seamless, you wouldn't know what you can do. As soon as there's any resistance, you're going to back off. But if you keep defeating the enemy and defeating the enemy and defeating the enemy after a while, you, 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 you're going to say, I'm just going to keep relying on God because it seems like no matter what happens, God gets me through this. Everything is, uncertainty don't go nowhere. We're pastoring a church. It's, every level has been uncertain. But we crossed over to a place to say, well, God be doing this stuff. So if, if God gives us an indication, we're going to go start. I tell Ty, I tell all, all of this. We're going to start researching. And, 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 and this, is, this is how I look at it now. Babe, let's just start researching because it seems like every time we research for something, God make it happen. No, not me. We don't make it happen. God make it happen. You see what I'm saying? You learn that on Destiny's Road. At the same time, the adversary tries to weave in the lust and the compromise. God's test strengthens you. The devil's test weakens you. And sometimes we just be going, for, <laughs> we be going for these little tests, and we don't realize. So if you think about, um, the scripture says, okay, I don't want to, I'm going too far. All right, so look, look. All right, so Matthew's four, as as they they talked about Matthew's four four through eleven. We don't have to go there, but that was Jesus being tempted in the wilderness, right? Right. So he was going through a fire, right? Remember? In the garden, the same thing happened. They were put in the 
garden, and then they would say, hey, you can touch, you, you can eat everything, stay away from that. Stay away from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So the garden wasn't a finish. The garden was a fire. The garden wasn't a finish, it was a fire. Now I know y'all say, but you always talk about, and God was finished with the heavens and earth and all the hosts of them. And, he, and God, and, and Jesus said, it is finished. And Listen, he was finished with every, how can I say, he was finished with the heavens and earth, but not our purpose within it. This is what I mean by that. So I'm not saying your purpose was engineered in it. You hadn't fulfilled it yet. So, 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 so the, 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 uh, we could say the, uh, the field was prepared or the court was prepared, but we still had to play the game, <laughs> right? The victory wasn't finished yet because we got to play the game to get the victory, right? So a lot of times we get frustrated because it was, so God knows, God knows this, God knows that. He could just jump in. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. God put, put everything in place, but you have to be obedient and choose. What'd you say, Trina? Um, you're, uh, you belong to your choice. So you have to choose to stay in line with destiny. You got to choose to pass the test, the, the God's test on that road. You got to choose to resist temptation. And on the other side, now it's built your character to handle what your gifting is going to produce. When you arrive where you're going, it won't be temporary. But if you, you avoid, you skip, you compromise along the way, you may arrive at where you're supposed to be, but you, you're going to fall as soon as you get there because you don't have the foundation to handle it. So, so, so again, we tell ourselves it's all God because we don't want our responsibility. But he said, I set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life. Well, if you choose cursing and you choose death, why are you blaming God? Because it's been clear what's the consequences of choosing the things that's outside of destiny. And if you choose those, don't complain. It's what you wanted. God's not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall reap. It didn't say God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, I'm going to come in, manipulate it and control it so, so you won't reap it. That's not what the Bible says. And, 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 and we can't get mad at God because it's clearly written what the consequences are. One of the things about me as a manager and as a supervisor, I would clearly tell the staff, this is what, even as a coach, I'm laying it out. Hey, if you don't come to practice, you don't play. My son was the third lead scorer on our team. He lived in the same house. We got to be in practice at 6 o'clock. I get up, he's still asleep, I'm getting in the car, I'm gone. I get to practice, where my dad at? Oh, he at the house, he's asleep. Don't y'all live in the same house? We sure do. He know what time we got to get there. He's responsible if he wants to play. We get to the game. He scored like, he averaged like 27 a year before. So the, so the, the, the scorers guys, what happened to that guy that played for you guys last year? I saw he's right there on the end of the bench. And they're looking at me like, Wait a minute, this is the guy who scored a lot of points for y'all last year. Why is he on the end of the bench? Because he didn't come to practice. I didn't put him on the bench. He did. Right? He already, he got up that morning, his alarm went off. He had to get out the bed to turn the alarm off. He got out the bed, turned the alarm off, and got back in the bed. You still think I'm talking about my son. This is how we're rolling. 
but God is getting the blame, right? And so, so, so that is, is, is not fair to God. So, so again, I said God was finished with the heavens and earth, but not our purpose within it. He was finished with every seed of purpose that will blossom into his plan. So when he finished, he finished with the seed. We, we, we read it in Genesis, right? You know, the seed with the, with the herb bearing fruit in it. So, so God, God put all the seeds, but we got to do the nurturing. We got to do the planting. We got we to gotta care for it. We got to stay on Destiny Road to keep feeding that seed till it blossoms into God's destiny for our lives. We have a part, basically, right? And God has already done his part. So when he said it is finished, like every time we come to God, well, I don't understand. It's finished. Well, it's finished. Jesus' last words, it's finished. What he's saying is, I already did my part. All you got to do is be obedient and do yours. Attach your faith to my part. Trust in my plan. Stay on Destiny Road regardless of the outcome. You can't get tempted with loneliness. Great people go through loneliness. Loneliness doesn't mean you just go get with anybody. Right? Because see you on Destiny Road. Go, man, y'all need to research some people that are doing great things. I missed something. All right. You you have to research some people. And you'll realize there's some great people that that got through the fires of loneliness, that got through the fires of of disappointment, that got through the fires of, of, of 30, 40, 50 rejections on ideas. They got cut off a team. Michael Jordan will tell you all the shots he missed and how he got cut off the team, and that was his motivation to never experience that pain ever again. And he ended up being the greatest basketball player ever played. I don't care what y'all say. He's the greatest player ever played. So, so y'all could don't, – don't get me started. You can meet me after church. I can break it down to you. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, yeah, this is on video. I know some of y'all thinking somebody else is, but no, they ain't. All right, so, so, so what I'm saying is, it forwards a level of strength in him that's incomparable. And, 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 and go back and look at video. They were beating him senseless. They had a team and they had rules and the rules was, oh, he the man? We're going to beat him senseless. And he figured a way to score in the midst of them beating him senseless to win a championship. So the, the devil's going to try to beat you senseless on this road. Beat, beat you with doubt, fear, loneliness, uh, temptation. And you got to endure that to see what God has for you. Right? And, and, it's, it, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, as much as you think it is, it ain't even about you. It's about the people trying to come through after you break the matrix. The first that make the, first that make the, make, break the matrix or birth through those limits opens the door for everybody else just to pour on out. You ever see, you just see, see uh, a mom that couldn't get pregnant? She gets pregnant, all of a sudden the kids just start floating. You just keep having kids. Because that first one broke the matrix, broke the womb, and all the rest come out. And so God's trying to get us to break through so others can break through. You know, you know some people, I love the parents that realize, you know what, I did make some tough choices and God's forgive me, I forgive myself. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to create an environment my kids will never have to go through what I went through. But some people are so selfish thinking about themselves, they're not realizing they're stopping the doorway from opening up for their children. 
And so they're going to repeat a cycle. You know, because what you despise, you become. Right? So it's time for us to, to, to break through and, and to continue our destiny. I, we'll get into some stuff because I want to get to uh, how destiny requires finishers. So <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. We stand on, your, stand on our feet. That's all we have for today.